Do you remember how to do this? short of breath just because I'm like so out of shape and fat now. <laughs> I wasn't this fat the last time we recorded. <laughs> Are you recording now? Yeah, that's fine. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> we can uh, use that to lead into our, <laughs> our comeback episode. <laughs> and so there it is. Yeah, here we are. We're back. <laughs> um, I can cut that out if you <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> All right. All right, what? I don't know. Cut it out. <laughs> I'll let that be at the discretion of the editor. <laughs> hey, of our producer. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to another episode of Geek Chew. Finally. Uh, of a return, the return episode. Uh, I couldn't even tell you how long it's been. It's been over a year. Over a year. I, don't I think, think the it. last time that we recorded was our best of yeah, maybe. 2018. That might be right. Movies. Mm-hmm. Well, you're in luck because our favorite episode is our new episode which is the movie review right Right. even though this is a little preview. bit you know late anyway welcome to geek Chew. my name's amen and i'm charlene and this is our podcast where we talk about stuff okay so it's almost april which means quarter of the year is gone right it is what it is we still want to look back at our favorite 2019 movies pick our top three because we can shorten it up in the top three that we, yeah, what did we do? Top five before or top ten? Yeah. Five. No, five. Okay. With some odd mention stuff. Right. Which apparently you're going to need this time as well. It's really hard. It was such a weird year. Yeah. Was well, it? Yeah. It was, it was a weird year because you were gone for half of it. And when we're not watching movies together and kind of digesting them together, right. I, it, it's just weird and different. It takes a while to return to normal life. Is which that what is... you call this? <laughs> but speaking of uh, taking a while to to get going, get our feet under us, uh, we had a lot of things that we had done recently, and we didn't talk about them when we did them, and then we kind of hit this uh, quarantine isolation period, and we're doing fewer things, so we're going to have to go back in time quite a bit to talk about our most current things. Is yeah. That, is that what we're looking at? I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, we went to New Orleans where yes. we came away with a uh, fresh appreciation for modern medicine after taking a tour of the uh, oldest pharmacy. Yeah, in the country. Yeah. Uh, great tour. Recommend it to anybody. Inexpensive. Really. Very affordable. <laughs> it's like five dollars. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was disgusting. So... <laughs> And really entertaining and just absolutely mind-blowing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, as far as pop culture stuff goes, though, uh, Watchmen was one of my favorite TV shows that I've that I've watched in quite a while, just the 10-episode. Uh, yeah, I have not dipped into that yet. And I have a whole lot of unfinished stuff as far as current things yeah, the only thing we've really finished together is The Outsider. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, I thought that the first third was very good. Did a lot of groundwork for the mystery of the show. The second third was um, not quite as good, but still pretty good where they're kind of collecting information, right? And then the last third was kind of weird. I I don't know. I feel like I liked this the second third. Yeah. Brings Holly in. Yeah, I think it's, it is interesting because, I mean, I don't want to say it feels rushed, but it, it does like, it did speed up, like it started at a certain pace, which isn't slow, but then like, yeah. I guess things tend to do that, but I feel like some things were like kind of just like, oh, and then this is a thing too that they just didn't really have time to like yeah, kind of was... show the importance of maybe. I don't know. I think overall I really I did like it. Yeah, the it actors really, were all really amazing. Yeah, I would definitely recommend it to anybody. I just um, I thought it was kind of, I guess, whatever they say is, you know, typical Stephen King story structure where it starts out really well and kind of ends with the kind of peters out. Right? Yeah. I mean, he's not really well known for his satisfying endings. Yeah. So, but or he is well I think known there is going to be a second. Not satisfying. Ending. <laughs> Might even be better. Boy, Stephen King, he really sucks. No. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that. I mean, I'm just, I'm just telling you what I'm hearing. The, <laughs> I did read my first Stephen King book ever in the Shining. life, which is weird, right? Yeah. And uh, did kind of a deep dive on the Shining universe and watched, rewatched the movie, watched Dr. Sleep. That was good. It was pretty good. I yeah. liked it. And I even watched that, the documentary Room 237 that has all the conspiracy theories about Kubrick's vision for the Shining. Mm. Also, though, before I forget, speaking of books, we need to pick our next book club book. And we apologize for the last book club book, if anybody was reading it. Um, <laughs> because, I mean, we read it. I made it through. Like, I pushed hardcore. I, I really stuck with what it. What was it? Uh, but it was well after I had already left. And, what was uh, it called? Everything Under. Everything Under. That's right. Um, that the one with the girl? No. Yes. yes. I mean, there is a girl. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> the, I remember. I uh, do like that. Edible. I liked it. it. You yeah. didn't end up... I... It was okay. It was okay. Wow. I I had some feelings about that <laughs> book. Obviously, we didn't talk about it. And we're never going to talk about it because I've by now forgotten most of it. Interesting. Okay. And, right? We don't want to do like an episode. No, right? no, we no, need no. We just no, pick no. a new book club. Yeah, book. yeah. But did you come with any suggestions? Because, you know, just throw no. that shit out there and then oh. you're like, oh, we're going we're gonna to pick a next book club yeah, book. And then when we well, record again in seven months... We'll have a, a one to like. First of all, <laughs> going to be much sooner than that. Secondly, you got to like, you know, throw the lure out and just kind of reel them in for the next episode. <laughs> you know, come back with a, with a, not a suggestion, but the book that we're going to have. Okay. Right? Yeah. I mean, what do you expect? Feedback? All right. <laughs> okay. So I'll do a little research and we'll, we'll make a decision. I almost always pull a book from. The Booker. From The Booker. Right. Which famously was once called the man booker and they have <laughs> they've changed it to the booker it's interesting to me how many book people that i talk to like people who read books that um who have never heard of this literary prize to yeah. me it's weird because like i don't know it's well i guess big, the question is why I why mean, do i know about it and other people right. don't and how important is this literary prize 
It's very, it's a very prestigious prize. Well, says who? England. Nobody who reads books, I guess. <laughs> no, I mean, I, get I think it. I it's think... just the, the kind of books that people read aren't necessarily the kind of books that I read, but that so I talk it's... to. So Sure. Anyway, I maybe mean, we, I, I also should... very much read a lot of like British literature. Right. Even, you know, contemporary and then also. So where did you, you know, first hear them? about the man booker then? I don't even remember. Hmm. And, well. And we're going to call it the booker now. The, right. Yeah. Because that's what it is. Because that's what it's called. <laughs> but, uh, you know, maybe we should pick a book off of a completely different list of top books. So I don't like bestseller lists. Like there's always the New York Times bestsellers. And that's a good one to compare to based on like longevity of what's on there. Because if you go on the website, it's kind of cool because you can see like this is at spot 14. It's been at this spot for whatever or on this list for whatever number of weeks and it's moved up or down since last week or whatever. But just because something is selling doesn't necessarily mean it's a book that I want to read. No, absolutely So, not. yeah, so I don't know. I guess there's always like... There's even, I mean, there's recommendation lists from like authors that you like, right? You could just... Oh, Like I get Neil it. Gaiman, yeah. I'm sure he's got like a list somewhere on some website or whatever. It yeah. really doesn't matter. We're going to find a book. We're going to pick <laughs> it and it's going to be awesome. And we're yeah. actually going to follow through on this one. I mean, really, we've only not followed through on one. Not really our fault. But <laughs> I am currently reading Emma, almost done. Uh, had it spoiled by going to see the movie before the movie theaters closed, which is fine. Saw it all coming I mean, a mile away. Did you? Uh, no. Yeah, we, oh, yeah. We already talked about it. <laughs> but what? No, you didn't see all of it. You Well, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to spoil the 200 year old book for anybody else but um <laughs> see i didn't i didn't see it i don't remember well because it's been so long since i read it that i don't remember when like when i knew that it was going to be like nightly and emma like i didn't i didn't know yeah. so yeah so i mean i had kind of a heads up based on your um proclivity for, oh yeah my appreciation for yeah <laughs> yeah don't put that out there <laughs> else i don't use it anymore <laughs> Right. All of Charlene's passwords are. Uh, <laughs> then I'm also reading the, the Three Body Problem Trilogy. Oh. Three Body Problem Trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> I want the second book. It's really good. But it's it's different, too. It's sci-fi, but it's by a Chinese author, and it's translated. And uh, I'd be interested to know what you thought of it. Yeah, I actually do it. want to read it. I like how much you um, talk about it and talk about how much you enjoy it books that are translated to me are always so interesting. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, because translations are, it's basically rewritten, right. you know? I mean, like, what subtleties are you missing? Yeah, and, so. and you can tell reading it that there are definitely things in there that, um, I don't know if it's lost in translation, but it's just, it's kind of, it's, it's a lot different than reading an English novel. And right. And even, like, societally, like, I think right. the influences on Cultural the, things. Yeah. Anyway, it's really good. Cool. Okay. <laughs> cool. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, we started watching a show that is actually current that we both really like. Zoe's mm. Extraordinary Playlist. Okay. <laughs> I was like, do you know what it's called? Because <laughs> you're losing me here. Yeah. So that's a fun one. It's like one that we look forward to every week. Like when it comes, 
on Hulu to watch it. And it's when I get like, the notification on my phone that says there's a new episode. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's just fun and it's like happy, even though there's like some like bummy, bummery. Right. What's the word I'm looking for? Sad yeah. stuff. Going real, real life things. Real life stuff, but like still, it's just like a, this is a fun watch. And, yeah. uh, you know, well, I mean, we're suckers for like throwing in pop musical numbers to just about anything, anything, any yeah. scenario. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I don't know why that is, but apparently we have low standards. <laughs> hey, I think it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I watched without you the circle, which right. by the way is now casting for seasons two and three. Mm-hmm. And I sent the link for the casting to our son because he asked me how to get on that show <laughs> because he thinks he can win it. I really feel I, like yeah. you should watch it. I'll, I'll try. I'll, I'll see if I can um, fit it in. Is I am still sort of, you know, working temporarily in certain spots. So yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of extra time on my hands, but it doesn't feel like it. Um, also watched Love is Blind. Right. Another fantastic game show oh, on my, Netflix. I thought it was good. I don't know why you, I guess you No, just I didn't like, dislike it. It was, it wasn't my favorite thing that I've ever seen. <laughs> it was fascinating. Like it's just so like involved in like uh, so anyway it's boring to talk about a show by yourself but um i mean i saw most of it no you didn't yeah i sure did no you didn't (laughs) (laughs) i bet if you threw a scenario at me i'd be like yeah i know what was going on with that Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm sure (laughs) i I mean i'm not going to because i don't want to waste time but i'm just telling you you missed a bunch it was great though (laughs) um and then also with all the bachelor stuff going on and I'm really bummed out because now there's the, and I can never remember the name of it, but like April 13th, we'll drop the new like bachelor, like duetty show. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm really excited about no it. Mu- music of, of your heart. <laughs> Aptly named. I think. Yeah. Su- super <laughs> I think, awesome. I think it sounds right. Um, no bachelor summer games, of course. And then, which I'm really bummed, and probably no paradise either. So I don't know. No. So, and they had to stop production on The Bachelorette, and so I I'm not sure. Like, if, are they gonna like? And she's already like met all these guys, I think, or like the information's already out there if she hasn't met them already. Mm. So, like, I mean, that changes like the whole dynamic of the show if they do like just bring all the same cast like back mm. to the mansion. We'll she's like, back. right, because she's had a chance to like look up all these dudes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> The last season of The Bachelor was dissatisfying, to say the least. Extremely, yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, I didn't even have to sit through most of it, but... I just love it so much, though. I'm still all in. Anyway, now we can move on to... Yeah. Why don't you keep talking? Oh, <laughs> now we can move on to our next topic, which we're going to talk about <laughs> <laughs> right now. Um, Strange Adventures. We haven't talked about a book in a while, I think. Well, we haven't talked about anything in a while, but right. I think even then. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Maybe Mr. Miracle. No. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> we are talking about Strange Adventures. The first issue came out, I think, several weeks ago at this point. Uh, who knows when we'll see issue number two because now they're not shipping comic books anymore. But uh, it's Tom King's new book with... 
Mitch Sherads. Yeah. And Evan. Evan Shaner. Shaner. Yeah. So there's, I mean, I'm not sure if it'll, well, I would imagine it would continue throughout most of the series, the two different art styles. Um, yeah. That's really book, fun though. and cool. Cause it's like, um, a cool way to like show different places, time periods, ideas. Yeah. And I think, I mean, it's probably like a lot of layers to like why they're choosing the different styles for different storylines. Right. I mm -hmm. mean, first, uh, this is going to be, I think another 12 part miniseries, much like, uh, the vision and Mr. Miracle for Tom King. Of course, we don't know really anything about Adam strange, right? I know zero. Uh, well, you know, some now they have a nice right. little monologue while he's fighting the, uh, I don't even know what the pricked. Yeah. That's what it looks Pr like. Right. Pr the, uh, oh, gosh. the villains quote-unquote villains on it Ram. It sounds worse when I say it out loud <laughs> than when I read it, so I might be wrong. It's like said so many picts, no no R. But it does, it, it kind of jumps between these two different storylines or timelines where there's the uh, Earth storyline where he's, you know, written this book that he's... I think it's like taking place currently and yeah. he's on his book tour and sort of... Yeah, and, you know... Promotions. As it and kind of flash, flashes back to his experience that he's... I think I think the idea is probably like that the the flashbacks in the comic book, the the way they're drawn, kind of this iconic, like, comic book-y um, yeah, style is, is probably like the story that he's telling in his book. And the I'd way say that, that there's definitely it. a more, like, whimsical feel. Yeah. Or maybe not whimsical, but... Um, uh, I mean, I don't know if I'd say cartoonish, but like, you know, right. It feels, um, happier, right. Um, just a little bit more brighter yeah. and, um, and then even though it's like, there's like war, but <laughs> right. like it still feels like more, a more, um, not utopian. What's the word that I'm looking for? That's like, um, you know, when you're looking back and everything's like nostalgic, Mm. Yeah, probably maybe nostalgic is a good word, but I think that's what it is, right? Like this is the his experience on that planet from his point of view and what he's probably written in the book. And then on Earth, there's like all these questions being raised about his conduct during this war, and uh, you know, right? Which I'm really curious about because yeah, and accusations are thrown his way, and he tries to get like Batman to investigate for him because he thinks that you know that'll clear his name, right? And, and so the fact that I mean, how are we like really going in to, I don't want to like give too much away, but right. uh, I mean, it's just you yeah. and me. So <laughs> yeah, I don't want to give it too much away either. Cause I thought it was pretty cool to like turn the page and see Batman there. The, yeah, it was surprising. And then he's gone obviously. But as the story continues, like it's a lot of interesting things I think that happen. I mean, one of the things that you brought up was like, there's this one frame where his face is just like completely like, or like half smudged. And yeah it's, it's i don't even i don't remember like what he was saying in that frame it's well it's when he's like talking face to face with batman and yeah. he's like saying how he wants like the truth to come out right it's and so but what does that mean right i don't know like, it's really is weird he, is there like a shadow on like his a face half truth or, or is he like hiding the truth completely and he doesn't actually want it to come out and it's going to make him look worse or it's probably somewhere in between yeah, it's it's just really cool. But I'm interested to see where where this book goes. I'm excited to read more of it. I don't know. Did you? 
No, I, I would like to read more of it too. It's interesting. Um, I like his stories because it really like, you know, they play with like the mental health of the character and like whether you have a, I can't even remember literary terms that I used to know. What is it called when you have like a person and whether or not they're believable that's. But oh, unreliable that's, narrator. Yeah, I really enjoy his stories because they do play with that, um, it, like people's feelings, mental health, and like unreliable narrator stuff and, you know, point of view. Like the stories are told from like a very specific point of yeah. view. Um, it, it makes for a good story and it also makes for a frustrating story if you like a lot of clarity at the end. Right. Which I kind of do. Like, yeah, I'm, which I'm is learning interesting to kind of get I, over that. But, I'm, hmm. I really don't need all of that anymore, which yeah. I think for a long time I did. But um, having ambiguity is just sort of life. So right. it makes sense that um, that that is going to be a depiction of life that you're picking up and reading. However, I do totally get like, because life is so ambiguous and has so many like right. things that you can't out of your control and don't have happy endings that like you want like a solid concrete satisfying right. thing and at the it, same time. There are plenty of stories like that too. Right. <laughs> so not every story has to be that way. Exactly. Uh, and you know, I, I don't know. I, I think it's really good. Good so far. Good start. But I'm probably good with with that one, you know, if we want to move on to the to the movies. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, we did the top three from 2019. Ugh. I don't know how I'm going to do it. Yeah, Charlene's having a really tough time. I mean, Hold like on. I've picked them, I think. Right now, I, I, I actually, I have four and two of them have number three next to them with a question mark. So, mm-hmm. so how do we want to... Um, you go... First? You want me to go first? How about I go first? So no, that I way... Can. No, you go first, so that, that way, way you, you have more time. No, because if you go, f- <laughs> if, oh, if no. something's on my I list, I go first, because... so that way you get the last reveal, because I got the last reveal last time. Oh no, you, you do did you too. Game night. That? Game night. <laughs> it was, no, it was the other way around. Yeah. So I'll go first. You can go first, and then it's fine. well. My first one is. Uh, We're going th- number three first, right? Oh. We always go three, sure. two, one. Yeah. Yeah, see, <laughs> this is really well thought out. Oh God, <laughs> I have I have Endgame as my my third. What? I, uh, it makes me rethink my whole list. Oh God, this is so hard. Sure. I don't I don't understand your reaction, but <laughs> I, I I don't even know if it was one of my. It's just what, the movie that I probably enjoyed the most. Yeah, so um, I'm thinking when I'm putting this list together. Like, what movies did I just love watching? Yeah. Like, and also, like, while I was watching it, like, was, like, just enthralled and, right. and like, really, you I know. didn't have a lot of those movies from last year. Right. Well, I also didn't watch a lot of those in the theater. And, right. and I mean, part of that is the experience, yeah. you know? Um, I think that that is an important part of movie watching is that theater experience. Because when things are filmed they're filmed with the intent to have them watched that way. Like, yeah, mostly. Yeah. They're, they know that it's going to, you know, go to home, but like, like they're meant to be watched like on a big screen and like, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, for Endgame, 
obviously it's got all the characters that we love. We just, we love the Marvel movies. That's no, no secret. Okay. And so I'm going to reveal that was my number one. Okay. Because why talk about it twice, right? <laughs> right. So. I don't know. I, I mean, I just, it gave me all the feels and it, it tied up 11 years of movies like so well. I know. And I, um, I mean, it was like really touching yeah. and like, and there was sadness and like real like emotion and um, really cool battles too and like yeah. some surprises and you're just yeah, like just oh. the story that they played out and the time travel stuff which yeah obviously you can poke holes in the time travel story right who, who cares which they knew and that's funny right right like and they kind of poke fun at it yeah i mean i thought that there was like plenty of humor like and yeah, like so hilarious. much it's awesome um, i just loved it it was a great and, movie like, I really loved it. Basically every minute of it. And I think just the fact that I was like looking so forward to seeing it for, I mean, essentially 11 years, right? We've been building to this moment for so long. And yeah, I guess I put it third on my list just because I, I do a little, I I do obviously think about how much I enjoyed it. Like, and at the time and even, I mean, in, in the what year since it came out, not quite a year, but almost a year. Right. I've probably watched it. 15 times yeah but it was also just like (laughs) such an important movie to me and that's why i placed it first because like were there movies that i watched that were better movies right of course but that was my best for last year yeah i think if i were yeah it's just emphasis right so i i I put other movies that were like that i really super enjoyed and that were just like really good other kinds of movies also Mm -hmm. what's your well my number three? Yeah. I'm going to go with Knives Out. Okay. So I I just thought it was really funny. I love that sort of like, I mean, very clue-like mystery. Yeah. And like, um, I love an all-star cast. I love deadpan humor. I, I thought it was fun. I thought the, the um, wardrobing was great. And right. um, the whole. Yeah, there's a lot of Chris Evans and his sweater stuff all over Twitter. For that. <laughs> I don't even think that was like the best stuff though. Yeah. Like the color palette of the movie was really great. Um, uh, Daniel Craig's accent, which was so like weird and funny. And um, I just, I really liked it. I could probably like, that one is very rewatchable for me. And you know, I don't like yeah. do a whole I, lot of rewatching. That was one of the so. movies that I didn't get to see last year per se and had to watch it when I came home. But, uh, I did really enjoy it. I, I want to watch it again. Um, it didn't obviously, it, well, not obviously it didn't make my top three, but, um, it was, it would have been up there for sure. It was definitely a, a fun experience to watch it. I, you know, yeah, just they were just, I think watching it a second time, because you've only seen it the one time, right? Yeah. And then, like, watching it a second time, you can see that those clues really are there for you, like, um, and everything tracks and makes sense, where, like, if you w- had wanted to, you could have probably put all of it together if you really were yeah. paying attention. And I'm sure that there were people that did figure it out, but, like, that wasn't, like, necessarily the whole point of no. everything. And yeah, I don't. yeah, I don't think so. I think it was, I just... I really did. I, I really like the cast and Ryan Johnson obviously is, uh, I think a really good filmmaker. Star Wars people might <laughs> disagree, <laughs> but, uh, 
but it is always fun when you have uh, a big group of, of actors like that who all get to play little parts. And I really like Lakeith Stanfield's character, who was the the detective who escorted, you know, uh, Daniel Craig in for his... Yeah. Because uh, he was the private investigator, and Daniel he, Craig was, right? He, yes. But, like, he is hilarious, yeah. but not in this movie. He plays the straight man for the entire thing. He is versatile. And uh, I thought the cast was just really well put together. Uh, I did enjoy it. It's just not on my top three. And that's a shame. (laughs) (laughs) Well, somebody's got to be right. Somebody's got to be wrong. (laughs) My number two was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mine too. I think that, is that the first time that's ever happened? I mean, who knows? Probably not. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it's probably uh, not. Nobody's going to do the research to find out. So it doesn't matter. (laughs) But, uh... I don't know. It was just, you know, Tarantino. Yeah, uh, and, and that's was, probably my, fa- I mean, I've never, I haven't seen all of them. I haven't seen Django Unchained and then there's like a, and that's my, and I, I would say Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's my favorite. And it's so weird. Yeah. It is weird. Yeah. And I really liked, uh, I mean. Oh, so funny. It is funny. It just, you know, they do such a good job of like set design and bring you back to that place and time and just, Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt, their characters are just, you know, pitch perfect. Yeah, and, I agree. And the movie itself just, um, I don't know, it plays out in such a an odd manner for a Tarantino movie. Like by the end, you almost forget what a Tarantino movie is normally like as far yeah. as the hyper violence and everything. And you're reminded pretty quickly. But yes. in a really fun funny way i don't know yeah, it's I mean, so shocking you're just you can't help but laugh you know yeah it was um i really think the restraint with that in this film was made it like just really bearable and it's like sometimes like as it's it never like bothers me like in kill bill with right. like the gratuitous bloodshed and um crazy ways that people are dispatched dispatched yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but like with this, it just, it made it cause you know that you're going to get that when you're going. So you're right. Like you do kind of forget that, like that, that usually you've seen more of it. And so I think it just, it made it like satisfying and, and, and also less like gross, even yeah. though it was pretty gratuitous and gross, yeah. you know, I just thought it was really well played, like really well done. Like yeah, it was it, well it was, executed. The acting was superb. Like, yeah, right. It's just perfect. Anyway. Uh, so I guess we already know what your list is then. Yes, right? that's it. I'm done. And my number one was Parasite. I Just, thought that it might be, and Parasite was on my list of like, if I was going to have top five, it would have been in my top five. And then I don't know, like rearrange is, it was really rough. Yeah. It, <laughs> what ranking them? Yes. <laughs> or the, Not the movie. Ranking them was really hard. Yeah. I don't know. It was just so different than like most of the stuff you get to that we watch. Right. Right. Like we watch a lot of mainstream kind of blockbuster movies which just became obviously especially for a foreign film with subtitles but and obviously went on to win best picture or whatever i don't, I don't really care <laughs> um i don't know i just i really enjoyed uh the way the story was told again it's you know shot really well um it's not yeah, it was visually really very yeah. interesting yeah and i thought it was really funny and just the tension that's created um I don't know. I just thought it was all really good. I and, thought it was uh, really good too. I, I think like on an alternate version of my list that would have been on there, you know, even though the top 
three. It just depended on how I was like looking at the list. Yeah. Cause I really, I really liked it. No. Yeah. Um, I, I wish that the kids had like sat down and watched it with me. Cause I feel like it was also an important movie. Yeah. Like, you I know, I think we should still make them. <laughs> <laughs> you will sit and like this yeah. or at least watch it and then you can decide. But I think they would, if they actually took the time to watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so honorable mentions for you. Well, I, I don't know. That's why I was just looking at my honorable mentions thinking I'm like, eh. like I really yeah. like book smart. I really like book smart. That was on my honorable mentions. And so was, um, 1917. Yeah, 1917 was good. Um, and also Little Women, which you haven't seen, which uh, I think yeah. would have possibly been on your list, of, you know, or like no. a contender um, if you had seen it. Um, it was really great. and But you've never read the book either, right? No. So that's one that you should read. Yeah. The stuff that they left out in the book or didn't like play up too much for the movie I thought was really good. It was good choices for watching that story still told back then, like in the original time uh, that it was written for, um, but with like some modern sensibilities. Yeah. Like the more important, because it's still yeah, like a really important it. story. And I, think it's, I think it's available to rent soon, maybe. I think so. But uh, I wish Star Wars had been on my, at least my honorable mentions. Um, and oh, it's yeah. not. It's not, no. Uh, not close. So uh, I don't think we really need to dwell on that too much, although our plan tonight is to drink some drink some beers and, and watch it again and see if that makes it any better. I did watch the documentary, The Making of, which makes you appreciate a lot of it more, at least the effort and like the care that, that they did put into it. Well, and there I is some cool stuff ap- in the movie. I mean, I have that appreciation for it. Uh, but I still, okay. I so, mean, <laughs> I know, I'm just saying like, I, I get all of that. And so I, I mean, it's not like I won't sit and watch it again. I just, I was just so confused. It was so confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were some cool things. It was cool visually. Just, yeah, it wasn't, for sure. It just wasn't like super satisfying. I put Frozen 2 on here because I really enjoyed watching it. But I, I definitely wouldn't have put it on my top three. Like it wasn't close to that, but I wrote it down just because I enjoyed it. I would like to maybe go back and listen to the Big Picture podcast where they talk about Frozen 2. And Sean Fennessy really did not like it. And I like listening to them talk about movies and like why he didn't like it. Because he really likes like Toy Story 4, which we haven't watched yet. But right. we will. You know, moving on to like the stuff that we're looking forward to this year. There's some there's some movies that I'm really excited about, and that I'm just not sure, when, you know, when we'll get to see them. Right. Um, Me too. I'm confused. Am I? Nope. Yep. I got it. Okay. I have like a list of things that I was like, things that almost made the list. It's still, like a what do you call it? Of your top three things you're most three, excited to see, and, and then, then your honorable mentions. Yeah, honorable mentions. Yeah. That's the, Apparently we can't can't or, do it without the honorable mentions. Yeah, but or the nod to. We should probably move through these pretty quickly though. Yeah. Because it's starting to run long. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, there's also a whole lot of filler in here. But okay. Uh I will go first. Um these are not in any particular order. Okay. Um yeah. maybe I should do them. Done. Done. Particular order. You have you have, I have a particular mm-hmm. <laughs> starting I do now. now. Mm-hmm. Um Ghostbusters Afterlife number three. Really? Yes, I am so excited to see this movie. Interesting. First of all, I love Paul Rudd, and I love that kid from Stranger Things. Fair. Secondly, I love Ghostbusters. (laughs) I love it. I love it. It looks hilarious. I love like this whole, um, you know, so much time has passed, and now let's revisit things that happened 
like it's a universe where the 1980s Ghostbusters stuff actually happened. And like, this is the world and what it looks like now. And it looks hilarious and it looks really fun to watch. Um, And I'm just super excited. It looks like a fun summer movie. Yeah. I think what I'm going to do is because I know one of these movies is on your top three. I'm going to swap out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Don't yeah me. Oh yeah. You whenever I want to. Yeah. But my number three is the new Top Gun movie. Yeah, I figured that super, would be super excited. I mean, you know, Top Guns is one of those movies that watched a ton when I was growing up, and you know, we're a Navy family before. We, you, were <laughs> my a Navy my whole family was a Navy family. Uh, my family was texting. My family never texts about movies, and they're texting about this movie and how we should like get together and watch it. And uh, you know, yeah, that's weird. It's. It's exciting. It's, it and exciting. it looks good. It, it just does, looks good. It does look good. You are right. So I can't believe that my number one movie of the summer or of the year that's coming out is not your number one movie because you had to rearrange things, which makes me think that maybe my number one movie was your number three. No, it was number two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's your number two that tenet we've been getting like a lot of uh Mm -hmm. you know background noise here with the puppies we had to separate them so um we're all discombobulated here i don't know (laughs) i don't know what's happening me either okay so my number two movie um of the year is tenet that's my number one you're more excited to see tenet uh than any other movie this year that's right it looks really good but like yeah looks really good it's christopher nolan it's got uh What's his name? David Washington, the guy from Black Landsman and um, Robert Pattinson, which, by the way, watch out for 2021 because everything will be the Batman or Batman adjacent for me. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Very excited about the new Batman movie. Yeah. But that is definitely my number one movie for this year that I'm looking forward to. That's really interesting. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we obviously know that, I mean, it's no question that my number one movie of the year is um, The French Dispatch. Obviously. <laughs> Remind me who's in that. <laughs> Everyone is in that. That's the new. Oh, the new um, Wes Anderson. Yeah, it's the new Wes Anderson. But no, Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah. So excited. I can't wait. Um, I love 80s era like movies when they get yeah. it right when you know like i loved watching movies in the 80s yeah um and this looks so good like the trailer just looks so like they really just good. nailed it again yeah it really does i'm excited for the music that's gonna be in it yeah. and like just um and the actress that plays um is gonna play cheetah uh mm-hmm. kristen wig kristen wig you know i just always think of her as the target circles lady but yeah um, <laughs> which is Probably Terrible, what she's, she's least known for. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Terry gets circles. It's just my favorite thing. It's so funny. But mm. um, yeah, I'm really, uh, really excited about yeah. that. Me too. So. I just, if I was going to swap it out with something, I mean, it's in my top three, but right. if I was going to swap it out, it would probably be the new James Bond movie, No Time to Die, which just we watched all of the Daniel Craig Bond movies. I do like them all a lot better, especially watching them sequentially, basically within a a short amount Mm -hmm. of time, especially when it comes to like Spectre, where it gives you, I have a much better picture of what's going on for the next one. All that gets tied up into Spectre. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and I'll probably carry forward into the next one. It just looks really good. Already got pushed in November. I think it was supposed to come out in May, but, uh, yeah, it was, it's a lot of fun. Quantum of Solace is still just kind of not great, but you know, Skyfall mm-hmm. is really good. Spectre was pretty good. Casino Royale is awesome. So, mm-hmm. uh, I want to just like throw a nod to in the Heights. I'm okay. very excited about that. Mostly because Tegan's very excited about that. Yeah. So, the music's good. I've listened to it with Tegan before until I had to kind of put a ban on like just <laughs> musicals, just like constantly playing. Yeah. Like, um, I just couldn't anymore. <laughs> and yeah. I like, I don't want to say she's ruined them for me, but she's ruined them for me. And, <laughs> and I, and actually I am excited about the French dispatch. And one other thing I'm very excited about the witches. So they're making a new movie with Anne Hathaway and it's in production now. It was supposed to release this sometime later this year. Mm-hmm. And I mean, who knows what's going to happen now, but I loved that movie as a kid. I don't think our kids have ever seen it. And yeah. so that Angelica Houston. Is yes. That, yeah. Um, it's a weird ass movie. That was one of my like favorite scary, you know, scary movies yeah. when I was a kid. Um, I still love it. I still, if it was like, if I was flipping through channels that we don't have, but if I was and it was on, like that would be like a, for real, like I'm going to stop and watch this movie. Um, and so now I want to watch it like tomorrow. Uh, but Anne Hathaway is going to be the grand high witch, which is so awesome. And I'm just really excited about uh, this movie coming out again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm also excited about Dune because I've never, yeah. you know, seen the old movie or read the book, but we did get the audio book, which I'm going to listen to. It was a probably. really, really good book. Yeah. But and it's been a really long time since I read Denis it. Denny Villeneuve is, uh, you know, he's just a good filmmaker. So really like most everything that I've seen him do. And um, my other one was The Eternals. I can't wait for, oh, I mean, yeah, Black, yeah. Black Widow is going to be good, I'm sure. Uh, I'm also excited for that, but I really am looking forward to like this completely new thing for the Marvel Universe. Yeah. And uh, see where it goes. So, how do you new... feel about um, the New Mutants? Um, uh, I, I'm excited to watch it, but it's just my excitement level kind of is at the same level as, as any other like Fox Studio X Men movie. Yeah, you know? which is weird because like <laughs> I I always get excited about the I don't know why maybe it's because characters like yeah I'm, I'm excited for Marvel to take over the X Men. Yeah, that'll be good. I'm, I'm, I'll be much more. I'll be much more excited to watch yeah. those movies than so, I am for the Fox ones. Yeah. So even the Fox ones, like I know they're not great, but like, I think it's just because like, those characters really do like, you know, hearken to my childhood. Yeah. Um, but so, but the new mutants I'm really not familiar with. And it's just kind of like, eh, yeah, I mean, so it looks cool. Sure. It looks like cool. It looks creepy and scary. scary I like that they're going in a different of, direction. Yeah. So anyway, do you have anything else? No, we should definitely wrap up. All right. <laughs> Uh, it was fun. It was smart. It was good to be back. We liked it. (laughs) 